Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons, and we are so thankful to be coming into your home or your office or wherever you're watching this right now. We are so just honored that you would put the Word of God first place in your life. And, and many of you may be watching this broadcast right now on Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas Merry from Christmas. our home to yours, from our family, our ministry. We just want you to know how much we love you and God loves you. And what a day, Sarah, just to be celebrating Jesus the Word of God, everything that Jesus has done. I'm, I was thinking earlier about that woman who I met seemingly randomly. I know the Lord set it up, but she started talking to me about all these reasons she had left the church that she was a part of. And the big one, the big reason she left church was because she had done some study and found out Christmas was a pagan holiday and just left mm. church because of that. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to judge her. I don't know the whole story. But I got to thinking about that later. And I thought, you know what? I don't really who care who came up with it. It's a good idea mm-hmm. just to celebrate Jesus. Yeah. And however we celebrate it, whatever we do, we are celebrating the greatest gift that God has ever given humanity. And he honored us. Mm-hmm. He honored us with the presence of Jesus. And he didn't just say, I love you. He proved it when he gave us Jesus. So today, I think, let's get into the word of God with that in mind. Get into it with with a revelation and an understanding. We are so loved by him and Jesus is the proof. Amen. Amen. Father, we love you and worship you and thank you so much for loving us and giving us Jesus. We celebrate his birth today and what that day signifies and represents on the timeline of humanity. I, I understand, Lord, that all of eternity past was moving towards that moment. And all of eternity future hangs on our response to that moment and and to the cross and to his death and his resurrection. And today we celebrate the love that you have for us. As we come into your word, I'm asking you to deepen our understanding and our revelation of who we are in Jesus and who he is in us. Give us eyes that see him and ears that hear him. We believe we receive this from you today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, Sarah, today, people all over the world, families are getting together and they are going to sit at that table and they're going to sit down as a family and they're going to eat. I know not everybody's situation is like that. Many people have a wonderful family that they can sit down and eat with. Many people, some may be watching this, don't have that. And I think it would be good today to remind every one of us, whether you've got a natural physical table, a natural family to join the day, whether or not you have any of that, you have Jesus. Mm -hmm. You have a father in heaven who loves you, who gave himself and gave his son for you and has made a place for you at his table. That's what we've been celebrating for weeks and weeks now. And talking about uh, what the psalmist said in Psalm 37, he said, trust in the Lord do good, dwell in the land, and feed on the faithfulness of God. Mm -hmm. Feed on everything that grace has set on the table in front of us, and by faith, come, take it, and Mm -hmm. eat it. Fill up on it, overflow with it, and give it freely to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And in uh, the last broadcast of this year, as we wrap up 2016, I just want this whole thing to be about Jesus. Mm -hmm. I want this to be about receiving from him and letting him satisfy in a way that only he can. Amen. 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 Yeah. 
So let's go. Let's get it right into it. Um, let's go back to the New Testament. We've been hanging out in the book of Luke. Uh, we were looking at Mary and, Mary and Martha in, in the last broadcast. If you've missed any of these broadcasts, all you got to do is download the Legacy Studios app. They're all right there for you for free. You can get caught up with us. We talked some about the parable that Jesus told in Luke chapter 14 uh, when he said, it's all prepared. The meal is ready. Come and get it. Come and get it. And I hear him saying the same thing to us right now. It's finished. It's done. It's been completed. It's ready. Come and eat it. Grace sets the table. And faith eats everything on the plate. (laughs) Faith eats all. Faith takes it all. Uh, And that was something that came out of a message you preached months ago now, earlier this year, preaching to a group of young people, Mm -hmm. talking to them about God's desire to heal them and the provision that he's made for their healing and gave such a great example. I remember that day we bought, what did we buy? Like 500 chocolate chip cookies (laughs) and gave it out to all these young teenagers. We got their attention then, didn't we? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's right. And, And what a great picture you were painting there about the provision that grace has made now what are you going to do with it? Yeah. And, and I think it was cool because if I remember right, we didn't hand them out. No, they we had just, to run to the we stage. We just put them on the stage mm-hmm. and was like, okay, it's yours. Actually, I'm, I put them out on the stage and made them stare at them and smell them the yeah, whole service. That was kind of mean. And but, yeah, uh, <laughs> it worked out. But the, the thing the Lord shared with me about that is he, he was really, I called that message hungry for the healer. Yeah. But he was really putting in me this, this, this desire for more, to see more of God's healing power in mm-hmm. our lives, to be hungry for it. And what happens when you're hungry? The Bible says, Jesus said it, that blessed are those who are hungry for they will be filled. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking about Matthew chapter 15. And is this where you're going? Yeah, oh, cool. Um, and I, I love this. This is a, a passage where Jesus um, encounters a woman who had unexpected he was, unex- he, was, he was shocked by her faith. Mm-hmm. And um, it's chapter 15, verse 21. Uh, I'll, we'll just go ahead and read it. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to a region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. Mm-hmm. My daughter is severely demon possessed. Um, she was a Canaanite woman. She was a Syrophoenician. That means she, she was unlike the people of God. She was really um, very far from them, unbelieving. And, but she came to Jesus and cried out for that. He, he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away for she cries out after us. Really, she was totally undeserving of this, but she cried out for mercy. He answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dog. So he compares healing. He says that healing is the children's bread. And he said, it's not good to take it and throw it to the dogs. Well, you might think, well, man, this was really mean and cruel yeah, of exactly Jesus. Politically I mean, correct there. Really, Jesus yeah. would say that, but the truth is that she was outside of that covenant yeah. of who this healing belonged to. She wasn't, she, she really, it wasn't fit to you, give it to her. You could almost say it like this. 
this is, this is before the cross. This is before the resurrection. This is before this thing has been made available to us, mm-hmm. people who didn't have a covenant with God. Yeah. And at this point in time, there was no place for her at the table. Yeah. There was no seat for her there. And Jesus said, I'm come first to set the table and serve, what did he call the, la- the, the lost sheep of the house of yeah. Israel? But what was her response? Then she said, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about this, but uh, we've been staying at your parents' house and they have this cute little dog named Abigail. And Jesse runs around and chases Abigail everywhere. But while we're cooking in the kitchen, sometimes Jesse's like sitting up at the counter eating her food and then she throws, just like secretly throws stuff out on the floor and I'll yeah. catch her once in a while, but she's trying to feed this food to Abigail. Yeah. But these crumbs, will, she'll just throw her her crumbs and Abigail will always eat the crumbs. Oh, I mean, yeah. she'll just run and Jessie's get them. Jesse's serious about feeding this dog. I mean, pour out boxes of cereal. <laughs> what did she do the other day? Had a whole plate of cookies and just took one for herself and left the plate on the floor for yeah. Abigail. That had chocolate in it. And yeah. chocolate can kill dogs. So right. we made Justice go lay his hands on right. Abigail. And he prayed the prayer of faith over that dog. <laughs> yes. Abigail's, Abigail's still, still alive. alive. So that's so, good. Yeah, that is prayer good. works. But all but, that to say. <laughs> yeah, but that, the point here being that, you know, she's taking food that belongs to her mm-hmm. and throwing it to a dog. And Jesus... Almost as it sounds like he's calling this woman a dog. And there's a lot of stuff to understand there in this parable. But what's important is her response to it. Yeah. What an opportunity to get offended. Yeah. What an opportunity to just swell up with national pride. And so who are you calling a dog? You know, we've heard awesome teaching on this. What did she do though? She humbled herself and responded to what he said and, and said, what? Even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. What did Jesus say to her? Read that in verse 28. Oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. So obviously he was pretty impressed at her response. Right. So here he is. We understand from what he said that healing is bread. Mm -hmm. And we also understand that her response to want to eat the bread was what? Faith. Yeah. That's faith. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. He said, your faith is great and let it, to be, let it be to you as you desire. If you hold your place right there, go back to where we began in Psalm 37 about feeding on the faithfulness of God. We were looking at verse three and what did it say? Trust in the Lord, dwell in the land, do good. Verse four, or feed on his faithfulness. Verse four, delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the yeah. desires of your heart. What did Jesus say to this woman? It will be to you as you desire. What's she doing? She's doing nothing but feasting on a crumb, on a crumb of this healing bread. And it was enough to heal her daughter. Says she was healed from that very hour. Mm -hmm. It was faith. She got her desire. Praise God. Now, back to that same Psalm in in, uh, chapter 37. Look at what it says in verse 25. David said, I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging begging bread. Mm -hmm. See, you and I, Sarah, and those believers that are watching this, we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we are not (laughs) beggars. Beggars are not believers and believers aren't beggars. And so when people catch themselves begging God, 
God, won't you heal me? God, please prosper me. God, please save us. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. When you catch yourself begging, this needs to come to mind right now. When you're begging, you are not, there there is a missing revelation of the righteousness of God. Right? He said, I've seen, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants Mm -hmm. begging bread without a revelation of being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who gets to eat. Yeah. That's who gets to partake. And you could put all this together with the book of Hebrews. Keep holding your place in all these places in the book of Hebrews. And I believe it's uh, chapter five. Look at what he says here. Verse 12. Though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk, not solid food for whoever, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness. Yeah, that's good. So righteousness, or I should say it like this, bread, solid food belongs to those of us who know and are convinced that we are the righteousness yeah. of God in Christ Jesus. Not afraid to come to the table. That's it. That's the right yeah. way to say it. For all my hemming and hawing around, that is the <laughs> right way to say it. Not afraid mm-hmm. to come to the table. Yeah. That's right. Jesus gave me this place. Mm-hmm. He made it for me, and I am going to sit there. Yeah. I'm coming boldly yeah. to the throne of yeah. grace where he's seated. Yeah, and you, you have to think about this table as it's a it's a it's a great, it's a kind place. It's a place yeah, where Jesus sure. shows you his kindness. And every day you have to look at him in the light of his kindness, mm-hmm. his loving kindness and his tender mercies and know that there is a place, there is a seat right there open to you always. You have a place at this table. You have something to bring to the table. Yeah. You have faith. You can come and you can sit down. Yeah. And man, if you've missed it, cry out for mercy. Get over it and go mm-hmm. sit down. Don't miss, yeah. don't miss one part of this dinner. Don't miss out on the main course. (laughs) You know, you want to go sit down, take your seat and receive, eat and eat and eat and eat. And you you know what's so cool about that, that passage of scripture too, talking about how healing is the children's bread. I mean, we are the children of God and we can, any child knows that if he sits down at the table, he can just pick up a piece of bread and eat it. Mm -hmm. You can have one slice, you can have a few slices as well, not at our house because we'll tell him it's too much bread, but you can just keep eating that bread. And you know what Jesus said? He said, I am the bread of life. Yeah, and you know, he said that to a group of people that came to him one day, and you can read about it in John chapter six. They came to him, this huge crowd. It was the day after he had just performed this amazing miracle where they're all out there listening to him preach for hours on end and then they're hungry. He makes them all sit down and you know the story where he breaks the bread and and the fish and all that and hands it all out and thousands upon thousands of people are fed, right? Well, they come to him the next day. They track him down. And in John chapter six, uh, let's see, he they, they came to him and uh, verse 25, they said, Rabbi, when did you come here? See, they had to track him down. They didn't know where he was. And he answered them and said, most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me, not because uh, you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the son of man will give you because, because God the father has set his seal on him. And then they keep questioning him, keep pressuring him and said, what should we do to work the works of God? See, these people are trying, let's be honest, they're trying to get another free meal. 
Teach us to work the works of God. And Jesus called them on it. He said, you're not coming to me because you saw a sign from God. You're coming to me because you ate and you got it for free. And basically they're like, okay, well, if you're not gonna do that thing with the bread again, at least teach us to do it so we don't ever have to buy food. And he he, uh, answered and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him who he sent. Therefore, they said to him, what sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you? Or what work will you do? Our fathers ate manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Mm. They're still trying to press him to do that thing with the bread again. Yeah. <laughs> do that thing. Do, what sign will you give us to believe in? Um, here's one. Do that thing you did yesterday. We know where we all ate. That was cool. Do that again. And Jesus finally just said, no, you've got this thing all wrong. I'm the bread from heaven. And he began to preach to them about partaking of his body and his blood. And it's verse after verse here, and you could go and read it. You need to. It's outstanding. We don't have time to do it. But many people, uh, verse 60, it says, many of his disciples, when they heard this, they said, this is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It's the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The word that I speak to you, these words are spirit and they are life. There are some of you who do not believe. And it goes on to say that there were those that walked away from him. Mm -hmm. They heard this and said, this is too hard. What are we supposed to do with this? And they walked with him no more. The Bible says they went back and walked with him no more. Mm -hmm. Then he turned around to the 12 and said, Oh, guys, please don't leave me. Please don't leave me. No. He said, are you leaving too? And Peter so wisely spoke up in verse 68 and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And so many people left Jesus that day all because he said, I'm the bread. Yeah. You have to eat of my body and drink of my blood. And people are like, I don't get it. That sounds weird. I'm not into that. Well, think about it. When you take communion... When you, yeah. when you do what he told you to do, take and eat, yeah. what happens with that? You are, you are focusing all of your heart on what he's done. You get your mind off mm-hmm. yourself. You get your mind off of you. You're, you are feasting on Jesus. You're feasting on him. Yeah. And you, that's how you receive is when you, um, when you make it all about him mm-hmm. and get your mind off of yourself, get your mind off everybody else. But yeah. some people don't really want Jesus. They want what he, they just want the miracle or they want, give me this quick. How can you do this for me? Jesus said it like this in Matthew 6. He said, life is more than food. Yeah. Life is more than food. Uh, Life is more than clothing, he said. Yeah. He's saying, I'm the measure of your life. And I guarantee you standing out there that day, Peter, Peter didn't understand the message he just preached any more than anybody else. Those other disciples that stuck with him, they didn't understand the eat my flesh, drink my blood message more than, any more than anybody else. Yeah. But they knew this much. His words are life. Yeah. His words are life. And I think it would be good for you and your family as this year begins to close out and the next year begins, sit down at the communion table together yeah. and go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and look at the words of Jesus there that said, take, eat, this is my body mm-hmm. broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take it and eat it. That's what this whole series has been about. Take and eat. That's faith. Faith reaches out and takes what grace has made available. Take it and eat it and watch what the broken body of the Lord Jesus can do in your life. If you need healing, take and eat it. 
If you need peace in your family, take and eat it. If you need strength in your body, joy in your heart, take and eat it. Yeah. Watch what Jesus can do in you, for you, and through you. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith. Thank you.